Welcome to Prayers for Your Day. This is Danita, and today is Thursday, July the 29th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for what he is doing in your life and in the life of your loved ones. The people, places, and things that are connected to you for such a time as this. Truly, we give all honor, praise, and glory to God, our Father, the one who still sits on the throne. I am so thankful that no matter what happens, no matter what comes my way, no matter how many times I miss it, I still serve the one who sits on the throne. I'm so thankful that he is not like man. I'm so thankful that he gives me and you new grace and mercy every day. I'm so thankful that he is long-suffering with me, that he understands that I am still a work in progress. I'm so thankful that he looked past all of my faults, and I mean every last one of them. Sometimes the attitude, sometimes the smart mouth, sometimes the just waking up with, you know, there's something in my heart that's not right. I'm so thankful that he looked past all, do you hear me, all, A-L-L, all of my faults and saw my need, my need for him, my need to be delivered, my need to be saved, my need to be restored, my need to be emotionally healed. I'm so thankful that he looked past all my faults and saw all of my needs. Hallelujah. Glory be to God on this morning. Hallelujah. I thank God that he shows me that I'm not perfect. I thank God that he shows me that I am that I have not arrived yet. I thank God for the spirit of conviction that when I say something, that when I do something, there's something in my heart, there's something in my mind that just won't let me leave, leave it there. I've got to apologize. I've got to repent. I've got to ask God to forgive me. And then I have to purpose it in my heart to do better. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I like to keep it real. I I will say it over and over again. I am not a perfect person. If you listen to prayers for your day, you need to know this. I am not a perfect person. But I am striving to be a little bit better than I was the day before. And every now and then, God will show me that's still in you. God will show me, you know, that that mouth is still on you. God will show me, you know what, you you quick, you know, you, you're, you're quick to to want to say this or want to do this. It's still in you, you know, so I can say, God, purge me with hyssop, huh. create in me a clean heart, renew the right spirit in me. If there's a right spirit, what's the opposite of right, wrong? So when we say create in me, a clean spirit, you know what I mean? A clean, if there's a clean spirit, there's a dirty spirit. So we need God to create the clean spirit within us, to clean us up, to wash us as white as snow. Every day we have an opportunity to be more like the Father.
opportunity to draw closer unto him. And that looks different for each and every one of us, depending on where we are on this Christian journey. I bless God for each and every one of you. And I, like I said yesterday, I missed, I, I'm telling y'all, I didn't have a good morning. My morning didn't start off the way that I wanted it to. And I'm going to be honest, I just, I couldn't pray yesterday. I couldn't pray. I mean, I could, I could have prayed, but I, I couldn't have prayed. I needed to get me together. Um, and so, you know what? Sometimes it's like that, and that's okay, you know, um, because in Christ there is no condemnation. Man will condemn you when you when you miss it, but in Christ there is no condemnation. And when God allows us to see ourselves and we step out of character, because I did step out of character yesterday, I'm just being honest, the Bible says confess your sins one to another, I stepped out of character yesterday, and I had to and I had to repent for it. I had to apologize to God, and I had to apologize to my family. And that's just I'm not perfect, and 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 I won't ever be perfect. But that will not stop me from pulling back and getting myself together. But I'm not going to allow the enemy to beat me up because I know who I am and I know whose I am. And sometimes when we mess up, you know, we will feel ashamed. Sometimes when we mess up, we will feel like, well, dang, I've, I've messed up. There's, I can't go back to, you know, praying or I can't go back to witnessing or I can't go back to, you know, facing this person. The devil is a liar. No. The devil is a liar. What is the, what I believe that God allows those opportunities when people push our buttons. And yesterday, you know, if you have children, you know your kids will push your buttons. Amen. I'm going to leave it at there. And my buttons were pushed yesterday by my children. Uh, however, you know what? I'm not going to stay there. I know who I am, and I know that I've got to do better, and I've got to seek God all the more to clean me up from the inside out. So I encourage you, when you mess up, don't feel like, oh, I done messed up, you know. Now, I can't keep doing that same thing, you know what I mean? We can't keep doing the same thing because then it becomes a matter of choice, right? Then it becomes a matter of choice. But once God has revealed that thing that's in me, I know I can't do it by myself. And a lot of times, you know, you hear people when things happen or when they mess up, they feel like they have a hard time returning to God because they feel like they've got to clean themselves up. I know I need God each and every day. That's why I start my day with him. You know, I try to end my day with him. I try to saturate my day with him. When I get home, I'll try to listen to a message. I try to feed my spirit because I know if I feed my flesh, oh, I'm going to be more than out of character. If I feed my flesh, oh, yeah, I'm going to be I'm going to be out of character. It's going to be hard for me to apologize. It's going to be hard for me to repent. It's going to be hard for me to do a lot of things. That's why it's important that we 
feed our spirit man, not just once a day, but throughout the day. we got to do it because we cannot make it without him. We cannot. The nicest person in the world cannot make it without Christ. Yeah, they may get through the world okay because of the, the, the law. You know, God reigns on the just as well as the unjust. But I'm talking about make it eternally without him. And I'm getting older, and I don't have time to waste, and I don't have games to play. I've wasted too much time already. I've wasted too much time already seeking other people's approval. I've wasted too much time already seeking to be something that I'm not. I am who God made me, and I make no excuses for it. Who God made me is who he desired me to be for such a time as this. And let me say this as well. When I say that, that is not an excuse to say, well, God just made me mean, or God just made me, you know, to speak my mind, and and God just made me to. Sometimes we will use that as an excuse. But God said to do everything in love, everything. I used to have it, well, God just made me who I am. Now, as God begins to position me, and as God begins to position you, He will show you why he made you the way that you are. It's not for you. It's not to get people told. It's not to get people, as they say now, all the way together. But it's for his glory. And there may be times that you might have to get people together, but it won't be for you. It will be to advocate. It will be to set the record straight to those who have the power of the pen. It will be to speak truth to power. That bold and courageous is not for us to show how tough we are. It's to show how tough he is when we stand on his word. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give you a a passage today. And I think we're just going to talk today. Um, this morning when I was dropping my daughter off, my oldest daughter is going to um, is going to Miami. Please keep it to her and her, her friends in, in, in prayer. They're going on a girl's trip. And, you know, as, as I'm dropping off, you know, dropping uh, a couple of the girls off at the airport this morning, you know, of course, you know, traveling mercies, pleading the blood of Jesus over them. But I also told them, you know, gave them a hug and said, you know what, be good. Use wisdom. And as I drove away, you know, I I, I didn't cry. I, I didn't tear up. But I thought, Lord, give, give her, my daughter, because I know what has been put in her. From the time she was a little girl, yes, she went through the the teenage stuff. She went through, you know, that smart mouth, still has one, you know, from time to time. But but overall, I know that she has been brought up in the church. Now, we didn't live a perfect lifestyle in front of her. I know there were things that we said, and I know that they, they were things that we've done that we should not have done. 
not because we were just wilding out, you know, but as you get older, as you know better, you do better. But as I've gotten older, the things that I used to do, I don't do anymore. You know, the things that I used to say, I ain't going to say I don't slip up and say those things from time to time, but for the most part, I don't say those things anymore. So as I dropped her off, it just, it's like God began to minister to me about being a parent. And the way that I dropped her off in hopes that she would make the right decision in hopes that she would use wisdom, in hopes that everything as her mother and as her father has put in her, that she would display these things now that she is on her own in another city and state, that she would display those things that I know are in her. Display those things that I know have been put in her through word, through sitting under uh, the word of God, through her interactions with other godly people. I say those things because that is what God expects from us. And as God began to minister to me, I thought about the scripture where it says when Jesus was led into, uh, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Catch that, y'all. When Jesus was led by the Spirit, he was led by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Then I bought the scripture. Um, then. The scripture, the other scripture that came to mind was Second uh, Peter one through three, in the King James version, when it says, "According as His divine power hath given us unto all things that pertain unto life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue." As parents. As caretakers, as family members, if you don't have children, but the little people that are in your life, the older people that are in your life in which you serve as a mentor, even though it's not by our divine power, but it is by our power and authority as adults, as elders, right, to give those who are younger than us, to give those who... Um, look to us as leaders and as mentors to give them everything they need pertaining to life and godliness. What do I mean? As an adult, we have a responsibility to give to our young people, our children, things about life, right? Just life. You know, uh, things like, you know, Get up early. You know, the old saying, the early the early worm or the early bird catches the worm. Like, rise up early. Start your day early. Don't be lazy. Don't. And a lot of these have biblical principles, right? But I'm talking about the life part. Financial literacy. You know, save, save some money. Don't blow, you know, don't blow your money. You always want to have some money for a rainy day because anything can happen, right? Things like, you know, learn, memorize telephone numbers because one day your cell phone may not be working. 
You always want to have at least a couple of numbers that you have memorized that you can reach out to, right? Make sure that, you know, you don't just get just enough of toilet paper or just enough water, right? You want to maybe always have a little extra on hand in case that you run out. You know, make sure you always got a little bit of cash on you, not just your credit card. You know, so we give our children, young people, things pertaining to life. But we also give them things pertaining to godliness. When 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 they hear us praying, when we pray with them, we are giving them godliness, lowercase g. That's how it is in the Bible. We are showing them a more perfect way, a godly way. If we are single, men and women, and everybody we date or everybody we come in contact with, we make a conscious effort not to expose our children to. Now, if you're in a serious relationship and you're on the verge of, of marriage, then I could see why you might want to introduce your children to your fiancé, right, the man or woman you're engaged to, because, you know, at that point you've made a, a decision that you want to spend the rest of, of your life with this person. But but godliness, meaning your children don't see everything that you do, right? They don't see everything that you do. They don't know all the people that you date because that has an impression on a child and an adult. Let's just be real. You know, if you're grown and you know somebody and every week they got a new boyfriend, usually somebody is saying something, and it's usually not anything positive. Godliness, taking them to church so they 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 are a part of uh, the unified body. Again, we're not perfect people, and we can't expect churches to be perfect. I've never been, I've heard the saying, uh, you know, if you did find a perfect church, as soon as you walk in, it would no longer be that way. And we have to realize, yes, we can expect more from the church, and we should expect more from the church. But no, the church, as my mother would say, and I'm sure you may have heard heard this, is a hospital for the sick. You realize that, you know, without Christ you are nothing, so you go to praise and worship God and lift him up as a body of believers so that he can do a work in everyone that's there through the word of God, through worship through praise. But when you give your children, just like God gives us everything pertaining to life and godliness, there comes a time where we're going to be tested. There comes a time where even though we may be led by the Spirit into a situation, we may be led by the Spirit to uh, work a new job. We may be led by the Spirit to move to a house. We may be led by the Spirit to be at a certain place. But sometimes even being led by the Spirit, the enemy will still come to tempt us where we are. I don't know, you know, what my daughter is going to encounter, but I know what was put in her. I know... um, I know what was put in her pertaining to life, 
in terms of responsibility, in terms of, you know, have each other's back, don't go anywhere by yourselves, be on the alert, you know, all of those things. I know what was put in her pertaining to life, and I know what was put into her pertaining to godliness, pleading the blood of Jesus. You know, uh, you know, I, I meant to give her my um, oil to carry with her, but I didn't have it on me. But knowing how to pray as you go from <clears throat> destination to destination, pertaining to life and to godliness. So I want to tell you today, as you go throughout your day, know that God has given you everything you need, everything you need, not only for this side, but for eternal life. Everything that you need is in you. And sometimes you have to just stir up the gift that is within you. Sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Even though we talk about encouraging one another, sometimes nobody is going to encourage you. Sometimes, you know, you will find you're encouraging everybody else, but but no one is going to encourage you. But I thank God that on this prayer call and being able to interact with different people, that God has assigned intercessors even for me. And I thank God for that, that there are people on Prayers for Your Day that will text me and send me an encouraging word. That is a blessing. That's a blessing. And I thank God for them, and they know who they are. I thank God for them. But I want to tell you, God has given you everything pertaining to life and godliness, just like you have given it to Young adults, children, nieces, nephews, there comes a time where it's on them. We have his book, and we have his spirit, and we thank God for the Holy Spirit. But it's on us. We know what we have to do, right? Remember, faith without works is dead. Without faith, it is impossible to please God, right? So we know Part of the pathway to godliness is have faith, faith to believe that he is God and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Faith to believe that all of his promises are yes and amen. Faith to believe that there is nothing impossible with God. Faith to believe that when we ask the Father anything, anything, if we ask the Father anything in prayer and we believe it and we receive it, faith to believe that it is ours, faith to believe that he is a healer, he is a deliverer, that he is able to bring prodigal sons, daughters, and spouses home. Faith to believe that he that has begun a good work in us will complete it, will finish it. Faith to believe that God is not done with us yet. Faith to believe that he is a hedge of protection around each and every one of us and our family members and those connected to us. 
He's given you everything pertaining to life and godliness. So when it's time for your test, know that you have it within you. When it's time for temptation, because temptation will come, know that it is within you and that God will give you a way of escape. He will give you a way of escape. Will you trust him today? I love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.